Hey, beautiful people, it's Angel Janelle, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Outlet Podcast. Hey, y'all, how are you guys? I really hope that the answer to that is that all of you are well. Um, But if there's anyone out here listening to this episode and you don't feel like you're doing well, guess what? I am believing that you will be well sooner than you think. Whether you just desire to be well mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, whatever well means to you in this moment, I desire and I pray that that will be your portion. So, you guys, I am super excited and grateful. I don't know why I'm so excited. I can honestly say that this excitement I'm feeling kind of just fell into my lap as I began to um, record this episode. Um, (laughs) Not that I was having a horrible day or anything. It's just I wasn't this excited. Um, But I am now. How I have been feeling all day, though, is extremely grateful. Um, I've been feeling grateful for people who have thought it not robbery to open their arms and their hearts and their lives to me. And I don't know if there are any of you that are like me, but I like to stop and reflect. I'll reflect on my day. I will reflect on specific moments from my day. And sometimes thoughts from my days or reflections from my days lead me to reflecting on moments um, from the past. You know, I begin to think about different situations, how I've handled different things, seeing if there are areas of growth that have already occurred or if I can need to continue growing in a specific area. I just like reflecting. I think it makes me, it helps me to be more self-aware and it helps me to be better for other people, which are some of the two reasons why I like doing it. Um, And so today, as I was reflecting, I began thinking about the people who more recently have opened their lives up to me and allowing me into their lives. And I began to realize like, this has been a thing for years. Like people will open their lives up to me and welcome me in with open arms and just love me so much. And I always kind of took it for granted. I'm just like, oh, they're just being nice. Like I know people don't have to be nice, but they just genuinely seem like nice people. And then I didn't stop to think about how this wasn't happening for the other people that they were meeting around me. You know, (laughs) this was just like, there was something about me that they really liked. I'm sharing all this for a reason. Just, just give me a second. (laughs) But, you know, even thinking about that, there are some moments and opportunities that I did not get to experience the fullness of their love for me. And I did not get to express the fullness, um, of my love for them. And so when I think about growing up, we didn't have, my mom and I didn't have a lot of visitors come over. Um, it was usually just the two of us always chilling. We would go to other people's homes, but we never really invited people into our space. And so I became accustomed to that. And as I got older, people would invite me into their spaces and I would notice like, Ooh, Y'all have some nice stuff. Y'all have nice homes. Okay, I see y'all. Like, and although I would notice that, I didn't care about it. I just really cared about being around the people. It's like, wow, they invited me into their space. Like, that's really cool. When I began to get, like, in high school, 
I noticed that I felt mm, kind of ashamed of what I did have. And my mom and I didn't have bad things. It just wasn't in my mind as good as what other people had. So I wasn't as open with inviting people over, you know, um, and especially in college, I, I transferred that mindset into college. I'll go see your, I'll go to your dorm. Yeah, we can go hang out at this location. Like it doesn't even have to be your space. We can go to the cafe. We can go to the student center. We can go anywhere, but you're not coming into my space. And I just recently, you all, like a couple months ago, like recently realized that it's because I have been holding on to shame um, and, and staying in this place of comfort. I have been so unaware of how this thing was rooted in shame, feeling as if like I should invite and should not invite people into my space because what I have is not enough. And they're not even coming to really see me. They're going to be looking at what I have and what I don't have. And then they're going to talk about me just lies. Right. And if they did look to see what I had and had something to say about it, then maybe they didn't come for me in the first place. Maybe they were coming with an agenda to see what I had. Right. And I have been challenging myself and been challenged by God to acknowledge it for what it is and to to do something about it. And when I was thinking about this, it made me think about um, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. I have heard this scripture all of my life and I've never applied it to my mindset. Isn't that odd? (laughs) Like I never, I never fully applied it to my mindset. And so this verse says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creature. The old has passed away and behold, the new has come. Right. So I've always interpreted that as, oh, I'm living for God. If I used to be out here drunk every day, sleeping with all the men, doing whatever it is I'm doing, that can no longer be my lifestyle because I am a new creature in Christ. Got it. However, I didn't apply that to if I'm living a lifestyle where shame is leading me, then I need to release myself from shame because I am a new creature. And I have not done that. I had not done that. And um, I'm grateful that God has allowed me to see that because it can shift relationships that I have with people now. And so I believe earlier I was saying how I felt like I didn't get to experience and love fully the people that were inviting me um, into their lives and welcoming me into their lives because there was this portion of me that was closed off to them. I had friends and and people who always wanted me to come over, enjoy, and I never extended, you know, the same thing to them. I was like, this is, this is my safe space. I can't open this to them. I can't, I'm, I'm, this is too vulnerable for someone to see where I live, for someone to know this or someone, y'all, I don't even know what that, what that was. Like looking back, it's just like, girl, chill out, like (laughs) chill out because anyone who knows me personally knows that I will come sleep on the floor. I don't care what you have. I just, if I want to spend time with you, I want to spend time with you. I want to know you. And I think I just didn't have that same mindset about myself. And it's odd because honestly, y'all, it kind of makes me feel like 
a hypocrite in a sense because I'm trying to love people with mm, love people freely love people unconditionally I'm trying to love people regardless of whatever the circumstance is however I'm not extending the same thing to myself and so I'm not really loving my neighbor as myself am I like I'm not really doing that right and that's how I've been feeling about that situation but there are a lot of other situations in life where we don't realize that we're a new creation so we hold on to old mindsets and we hold on to old relationships and we hold on to things that have just been taking up space in our lives that need to move out of the way so that we can grow and I'm sorry I'm getting emotional because I'm thinking about this image that went viral a while ago of um, the little girl holding a small little teddy bear behind her back and uh, Jesus is extending his arm asking for it because he has something greater for her behind his back but she's just so comfortable with this little teddy bear and she feels so safe and so secure with this little bear and Jesus wants to do a new thing he wants to give her something great and (laughs) I really feel like God wants to give you all something great God wants to give us all something great and in order for us to receive it We have to keep it pushing and let that old thing go. We have to release the old thing. And so me personally, in this season, shame is my old thing that I have to release and let go so that God can do a new thing. He can do a new work, a a great work in me. And um, this makes me think about Isaiah 43. um, And I think it's verses 18 and 19. And um, we're being told here, to remember ye not the former things and don't consider the things of old behold i will do a new thing now it shall spring forth shall you not know it i will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert and i don't know if everyone really knows what that means but to me um isaiah was writing this prophetically to israel and um they were in some desperate circumstances at the time and God wanted them to put their eyes on what he would be doing, the new thing he would be doing. So he had to start by reminding them to not remember the old things. If they were still remaining stuck in their mindset, stuck in what had happened, stuck in failure, stuck in sin and discouragement from their past, they wouldn't be able to go into the new things that God had for them. And that's the same for us. If we remain stuck in this mistake we made 10 years ago, if you remain stuck in the fact that, oh, you used to lie or you used to steal, so now you don't trust yourself and you don't feel that you deserve to have the wealth that God desires for you to have because you don't think you to, because you used to steal so much. No, you are a new creature in him. That is not your identity anymore. God has called you for something greater. He wants to do a new thing and he will do a new thing. But the question is, will you not know it? Will you not know it? And I, I, I think that's a question that God was asking then, but he's asking it now. Will you stay at the pace of grace with my spirit when I am leading you into something new? Will you be aware? Will you be aware of that new thing? Or will you remain stuck in the past? Will you remain stuck in shame? Will you remain stuck in fear? Will you remain stuck in guilt? 
will you? I don't think you should. I don't I don't think you should. I think that you should forget the former things. Don't consider the things of old. And I think, I also think, and I really do believe that God will indeed make a way in the wilderness, a road in the wilderness. Um because for for the people of Israel, between the captivity in Babylon and the return to Israel, there was like miles of wilderness. And I don't know what those miles of wilderness look like for you. But for me, when it came to this shame thing, the wilderness for me looks like loneliness. And it looks like <laughs> because, you know, so so stuck in the fact that, oh, maybe what I have is not enough and maybe people won't like it and maybe this the lies, right, have kept me from calling people when I felt alone. Hey, can you come sit with me? Because I need someone to, to pray with me. I need someone to just watch a show with me and, and sit with me. There were times, y'all, when I felt so alone and I would pray. Believe me, I would pray. But would I call the people? Would I call the friends that God has graced me with? Would I call? No, because shame told me that they would get over here and they would be like, mm, I don't want to sit in your little in your little space. Like, <laughs> and I believed shame. So I want you to stop and think about what whatever your thing is that you've been partnering with, whatever the little teddy bear is that you have behind your back that you're comfortable with, that you've had since you've been a child or you got it in college or as a an young adult, as a mother, as a wife, whenever you picked up this little teddy bear that God is asking you to give back to him so that he can give you something greater. What are the lies that this thing has been telling you that so that you don't give it away? Is it that you're not deserving of a second chance because you've made one too many mistakes because that's a lie. Is it that you will never have a child again because you had that abortion when you were younger? Because that's a lie. What are the lies? So we can't, we can't believe these lies. We can't remember the former things. And when I say remember, I don't mean we can't reflect on them and say, thank you, Lord, that you've brought me through it. What I'm saying is we can't, marinate on the past we can't sit in it we can't make our home in the past but we can take a glance back and say thank you lord i see i see exactly where you were in that moment of my life and move on that's what god wants us to do acknowledge him in that acknowledge him in the hurt acknowledge him in the pain acknowledge him in your past and open yourself to receiving what the more is he has for you this makes me go back to Philippians. I believe I shared this verse a couple weeks ago, Philippians chapter three, verse 13, where Paul is saying, I don't count myself to have apprehended, but one thing that I do, forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upper call of God in Christ Jesus. He has to forget those things behind him in order to reach forward to the new things. And we make that mistake. We can't keep it pushing because we're too busy looking back. How are you trying to drive? You put your car in drive, but you're looking in your rearview mirrors. What you going to do? Hit the car in front of you. What are you going to do? End up in an accident. <laughs> and that's not what you want. You don't want to be in an accident. And you, you see the danger in that? When you're looking back, yet trying to move forward, you're not only hurting yourself, but you're impacting the people and things around you. That's wild. Did y'all know that? Did y'all realize that? When we're trying to move forward, 
And we're not looking forward, reaching forward, pressing forward. And our eyes are behind us looking at what we did and what we've said and what we, we're hurting those around us. We're delaying our movement. We're remaining stagnant. We're remaining comfortable and we're hurting people. Because for us to stay stuck in something like that, that's painful. And y'all know what they say, hurt people hurt people, but I don't think we think of it in this way. I I didn't know that this episode was going to go this way. I really did not. (laughs) And I know some of you are probably like, yes, you did. Didn't you write it out? And I'm going to be completely honest. This week's episode is the only episode that I did not take the time to sit and think about what story I wanted to share and what verse I wanted to leave you all with as a closing prayer. And I didn't think about any of that stuff. I was like, Lord, I know what I have planned to say, but I really desire for you to speak to your people. What do you want them to hear? What do you need them to know? And of course, like I already had a topic, but I wanted God to express it to you the way he wanted you to hear it. And I'm just really deeply moved. Um, I'm really grateful that God allows us to see areas where we can grow, where he wants to bless us so that we don't miss the blessing. And I think that this episode for some people will open you and allow you to receive the thing that God has been desiring to give you. It will help you. I pray that God will open your eyes to seeing what that little teddy bear is you've been holding behind your back that he's been asking you to trust him with, to give over to him so that he can bless you with the bigger thing. And and I feel like, We have to realize that if God is asking us for something, it's because he knows that we're ready to steward the new thing that he has for us. But if we don't give it to him, it's a part of us that's just not trusting that he can handle this thing. There's a part of us that's one, not some of us just don't realize that it's an issue. And some of us see the problem and we stay there because it's comfortable and we don't want to invite God into that because we know our lives are going to change. It's okay. Welcome that change because God is a great God and God isn't going to do anything to intentionally hurt you in the sense of, hmm, God doesn't want to just break your heart to be mean to you. God doesn't want to just do mean things to you so that you're just sad and broken. But God will allow you to experience hard things. And I don't know about y'all, but growth is hard. Growth can sometimes hurt. But God isn't doing that just so we can be miserable. He wants us to grow in him and trust him and to grow as individuals. Because everything that we're growing through, everything that we're learning, we can share these things with other people and free other people. We, I desire for for myself and everyone connected to me, whether um, you know me and know me personally, whether you just know me from this podcast, my desire for you is to grow in the freedom and liberation of the Lord. There's a life of liberation that God desires for us to walk in, a life of boldness, a life of blessing, a life of of, of joy and love. But we have to be willing to release this small thing, release our past and keep it pushing. And that's my my little, my tidbit. Those are my words of wisdom for you. Release, release whatever it is that you've been holding and clinging to. Receive the liberation of God, the love of God, the correction of God, and allow those things to restore you. Allow God to restore you. 
I don't know if any of you all ever pay attention to the logo um, that I have for the outlet, but that's that's the motto of the outlet, release, receive, restore. That's the life that I desire to live and that's the life I desire to promote, a life of releasing, receiving, and being restored by the one that can do it, and that's God. Um, so I am going to go, but guys, I, I love you all. And I pray that this week be a blessed week for you all. I pray that this week be filled with miracle signs and wonders. I pray that this week you feel empowered to release and trust our father who loves you deeply. I love you, but you know, God loves you more. Peace and blessings.